Okay, so uh, last two weeks ago when we had our first fellowship, uh, we introduced this hymnal. And again, I want to encourage you, if you're going to be in this training, to, even if you're not going to be in this training, it would be helpful to buy a hymnal with music because there are indices in the back, there's a meter index, there's author indexes, there are melody indexes that you do not have in your hymnal without music. You can't get them in that hymnal. So I'm encouraging you to pick up one of these hymnals so that you can uh, benefit from those indices. Um, Last week, uh, our brother Ricky gave us a good example. So we all know the tune of one of the hymns. And we looked up the meter index in the back for that hymn. And we found there are 
30 or 40 other hymns that have the same meter. So you may not know one of the hymns in that list, but if you know, you know, uh, I mean, just to use an example, if you know, uh, uh, Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing, that melody, Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing, there are a good number of hymns with that same meter. So you may find a hymn and the words touch you and you'd like to sing it, but you don't know how to sing it. You could sing it to that meter if you have the index of meters in the back and you can find, you know, find another tune for that hymn. So that's a very good reason for you to have one of these hymnals. So um, I think before we start, let's sing hymn 423. It's noted in our, in our chapter that we're covering. And so we'll just warm up with this hymn. Oh, before I get there, how many of you learned a new hymn in the last two weeks? Learned a new hymn. Oh, good, good, good. Frank, what one did you learn? The second one. Yeah, Roger, which one did you learn? 640. Well, let's look at 640. Oh, yeah. You didn't know this hymn. Oh, life out of death, dear master, it is spoken. That's a good hymn. Yes, Osmar, what did you learn? Uh, it's in Spanish. That's okay. It's a Spanish hymn. Okay, good. Sonia, what did you? Oh, 744, and she didn't know the tune. So she sang it to, yeah, 744, right? Oh, in dealings with the Lord is life. And you learned it, you sang it to the tune of 852? Oh, very good. You're learning, look at that. So this is, thy dwelling place is 852. Oh Lord, I love. So everybody go to 744. Let's try it. In dealings with the Lord as life. We're in the wrong key, but it doesn't matter. We need proper hearts. Okay, Emmanuel. That of His riches in His grace we fully may take part. Very good. So you can sing many, many. You actually know many more hymns than you think you know because of the... uh, the index. We're going to need radios for Orlando's coming, so I need radio. Um, okay, Emmanuel, play 744 for us. We're going to teach you the right tune, just so you know it. Yeah. Amen. In dealings with our Lord as life, we need a Verse 2, this is a good uh, hymn. We need a heart in all things pure With mind both sound and clear To understand His mind and heart In trembling and in fear Verse 6, 
marvelous hymn. Yeah. Who else learned a new hymn? Someone else raised their hand, right? Ah, yes, Jim. 476. It is. Wow. I don't know this hymn. Very good. I'm going to learn a new hymn. Emmanuel, could you play us through one time, 476? There's ten, 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 ten. There are other melodies. You sang, you learned this melody though, right? Yeah. Let's try it. This is a hard one. Let's try it. Mm. Oh, sacred union with the perfect mind, transcendent bliss which thou alone canst give. How blessed are they, this peerless tuneful find, and death to earth have looked to play the second half from How Blessed How Blessed Are They uh, second second half How Blessed Are They This Perfect One Who Find And Do Have In Thee To Live Okay so this is kind of a hard melody alright 10, 10, 10, 10. What is 639? Okay, let's sing it to Death Cannot Hold the Resurrection Life. 1039. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sacred you, with a perfect mind, transcendent bliss which Thou alone can give. How blessed are they, this earnest one who find, and dead to earth have learned in thee to live. So we could all sing it to a common melody that we all know. So if you look in the back of your hymnal, now, if you have the hymnal with music, look in the back to the metric index and go to 10, 10, 10, 10. <coughs> It's after the index of authors and composers. And the metrical index is, of course, by number. So it starts with 4. 4, 10, 8, 8, 6 is a metric. And then on page 11, 68, in the middle column, the fourth one down, you have 10, 10, 10, 10. You see that? Is not in the Spanish hymnal, I'm sorry, unfortunately. 
in the metric hymnal of the English hymnal in the back. Uh, there's a metric index. Okay, so 10, 10, 10, 10. You look for that. And um, then you can find melodies that would fit this new hymn that Jennifer found. 639 is like the fourth one down. Is that right? 639 is the fourth one down. And what was the number of your hymn, Jen? Is that where does that go? That's almost to the end. Also, the only melody, the only hymn with using that melody called Sacred Union. And Beverly, 639, is the only one using that melody. So there are other hymns that you may be familiar with in this uh, group of hymns. Okay? All right. So then we're not going to sing 423. We're just going to start. Okay. So I'm covering chapter 4 of the book Guidelines for the Lord's Table Meetings and the Pursuit of Life. And this chapter covers... Ten kinds of hymns in the course of a meeting, and it uses a fellowship meeting as the first example, and then the Lord's table meeting as the second example. So next week we will cover the second half of this cha- of this chapter, and you should have the whole chapter four. Uh, I'm just going to cover the first half this week. In the introduction, he gives us ten kinds of hymns that we could use in the course of a meeting, and I'm just going to list them for you. There's an opening hymn. There is an introductory hymn to introduce the subject of the meeting. There is a strengthening hymn to strengthen the subject of the meeting. Then, maybe the spirit is still a little flat, so you need an uplifting of the spirit hymn to strengthen the meeting. Then, there's a kind of a hymn that we can choose to turn the meeting in another direction. Then there's a kind of hymn we call for correction. The hymn is... The meeting is going in a certain direction. Someone calls their favorite hymn from this week and it's not in the burden of that direction so we need to correct it. And so we usually, hopefully, graciously say, could we change that to this number? <laughs> okay, correcting. Okay, then there's the need for a hymn to maintain the spirit. The spirit is moving very strongly in this direction but we want to maintain it with another hymn that will keep, it, keep the spirit high. Then, I like this one, there's a hymn for filling the time. Okay, we're only halfway through the meeting and we've exhausted the hymns on this topic. Now we need a hymn to fill the time. That happens sometimes, right? Then we need a hymn to conclude the meeting for conclusion. That's only nine. Then, sometimes the saints want to linger after the meeting has been concluded. So we need a lingering or sending off hymn. So there are at least these ten kinds of hymns that we can uh, choose or, or they're in this kind of context for a meeting. Now, what we want to do today is to find out how to call an opening hymn. Mainly we're going to talk about the opening hymn. We will mention some that we, after the opening could introduce a subject. There'll be some of that in here. But basically... And I feel this may be one of the hardest hymns to call. The opening hymn needs much consideration. And in Brother Lee's uh, feeling here in this chapter, the reason for this is the opening hymn has to be able to draw the saints into the Spirit, bring them out of their environment, out of their daily life, whatever. Now this is the opening hymn for a fellowship meeting. 
We're not talking about the Lord's table meeting yet. That'll be next week. We're talking about a fellowship meeting. Opening him for a fellowship meeting. And he mentions it needs a lot of thought. A lot of consideration. It shouldn't be, number one, it shouldn't be a, a hymn on a real subject, you know. I mean, we're, we, we, uh, Sonia found that hymn, in dealing with the Lord is life, we need a proper heart. That hymn has a definite subject. It's talking about a proper heart. And in dealing with the Lord, we need a proper heart. We need a heart that's pure, and the, the hymn goes through all the different conditions of life. Very specific. That is not good for an opening hymn. Now, we're going to talk about, in this chapter, Brother Lee mentions a lot of hymns that are not appropriate for the opening. But I want you all to be clear. That doesn't mean all the hymns that we mention are not good hymns. Do you understand? They're just not appropriate to open a fellowship meeting. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to mention some hymns that we all treasure and we all enjoy very much. That's right. But they're better to introduce a subject or they're better to send off the saints at the end of a meeting. They're better for other, you know, places in a meeting. But to open a meeting, you want a hymn that is not that specific, but that has something that touches the heart of the saints. Something that draws them from their, you know, I mean, they just came from work. Or they just came from, you know, caring for the kids. And now they come to the meeting, they, they want to enjoy the Lord. So they have to be drawn. So, for an opening hymn. Now, um, okay, I'm, I've shortened this a bit. So, uh, in the section on an exercise and selecting hymns, it mentions these few hymns that I think most of us are familiar with. Hymn 395. Oh, Jesus Christ, grow thou in me. You can sing along. And all things else recede. Right? This is a very good hymn. But it's not that appropriate for an opening hymn. Not that appropriate. Because it's for a specific purpose. It could be used to introduce this topic that, you know, we want to grow in the Lord. And we need to grow and have Him deal with the negative things. It could be a very good hymn to introduce that topic. But as an opening hymn for a fellowship meeting, it's too specific. It's too specific. Then he mentions 960. Maybe uh, you could get on the piano, Emmanuel. I think most of us know 960. Let's turn to 960. This is a hymn on the hope of glory, the Lord's coming. Let's sing the first verse. My King will soon back again. His God with Him. The universe to be redeemed. We'll see His life therein. The Lord will soon fulfill His plan. His footsteps now. Now for this hymn, Brotherly said, it's not bad. It's, it's, it, it's, someone meets the point, but it's not adequate. It's a good hymn, could be used, but not quite adequate. The reason is, it's longer. This hymn has eight verses. And in one sense, an opening hymn to have six or seven or eight verses may be okay because the saints may be coming in 
a little late. But this, uh, of course, he, he mentions that this hymn is better than 395 because it reminds us of the condition of the Lord's coming back. But he still feels it's not, you know, like the best one or one of the better examples. Okay, then he mentions hymn 423. Now we'll sing 423. mentioned this is a very good hymn for an opening. It draws the heart. It talks about the world, you know, in verse 4. What strives with thee my heart to share? Ah, tear it thence. Take it away. And reign alone. The Lord of every motion there. Then will my heart from earth be free when it is found repose in thee. It's a longing, a hymn in this longing section on finding rest in the Lord. And in coming, you know, on a Friday night, or Thursday night home meeting, or fellowship meeting Friday night here at the hall. Many, you know, we're at the end of the work week. We want, we need to find the Lord as our rest. So this is appropriate. It's, it's not that specific. It is an appropriate hymn. Then I want to mention several that he feels are inappropriate. Now, last week we sang hymn 578. Just play that first line, Emmanuel. My will is, this is Watchman's hymn actually. My will is weak, my strength is frail. Just sing the first verse. My will is weak, my strength is frail, and all my hope is nearly gone. I can but trust thy working true. 
to gently hold and lead me on. This hymn is a very good hymn. It's a very deep hymn. We do have it in Spanish, right? 578. Oh, we recorded it in Spanish. Okay, not in there? It's not. Okay. Uh, this is Watsmanese hymn. It's a very deep hymn. And his point in using this hymn as not appropriate is because it's too deep. To open a fellowship meeting, the saints are coming in off the subway or whatever, you know, their, their day, their kids. It, it's just too much to handle first, you know. It's too deep a hymn. We shouldn't call something so profound that no one can reach it. And sometimes that'll happen, you know, we're in the meeting and, and someone has gotten into this in their personal time and it's, you know, helped them all week so they, they want the saints to share it so they call it as an opening hymn and, you know, they wonder why it kind of falls flat in the meeting because we're not ready for that. We, the Spirit is not quite there to call that hymn so it's a little too much. Uh, uh, then he mentions hymn 693, he faileth not, for he is God. This is not suitable because of the train of thought of this hymn. It doesn't match an opening. 437. This is a very good hymn, but the feeling is very high. And in the fellowship meeting, we should not use hymn that have a specific subject. This is on consecration. Hast thou seen him, heard him, known him? Is not thine a captured heart? Chief among ten thousand, own him. Joyful, choose the better part. Captivated by his beauty, deadly tribute to bring. Let his peerless worth constrain thee. Found him now unrivaled king. This has a very specific subject that we would be captivated, we would consecrate ourselves. Not good for an opening hymn, but this is a wonderful hymn. So I don't want you to get the wrong impression, you know. It's a wonderful hymn. If we have the burden for this meeting to share something or to fellowship something on consecration, it would be wonderful. Then hymn 720. This is a favorite hymn among the saints. God has not promised skies always blue, flower strewn pathways all our life through, but God has promised strength for the day, right? Rest for the labor, light for the way. It's a very good hymn. But it's not suitable to open the meeting. It may be a very good hymn to sing to comfort those who have recently suffered something or lost something, right? <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> suffered a domestic misfortune is what he uses in the book. Okay. Hymn 492. In all thy work, O Lord, thou didst. This hymn, also written, I think, by Watchman Nee, but also very, it's, it's uh, too deep. 492. Let's look at that. Yeah. In your hymn with music, all the hymns with a dagger are written by Watchman Nee. And all the hymns with an asterisk are written by Brother Lee. In the back, they're not authored in that way. It just has the dagger and the asterisk. Okay, um, play the opening of 492, Emmanuel. Let's see verse 1. In all thy work, O 
Calvary's cross once come to rest. Yet thou art working still today. This is related to the experience of Christ as the Spirit. It's a very specific hymn. It's a very high hymn, but not good to open a meeting and, uh, 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 for an opening hymn. He mentions this is a very deep hymn with a specific subject. Now, just look at your hymnal if you have it for a minute. 489, 490, 491, 492 are all written by Watchman Nee. And 490, 491 are hymns that I've never, when I first sang this hymn, I was, I don't know what the right word, I was amazed. This hymn, Brother Lee talks in 490, that the Father is the Spirit. And where I come from, there's definitely Father, Son, Spirit, three separate persons. You don't mix them up, you know. But when I came into the church life, I realized the Lord is the life-giving Spirit. That was a big revelation. And now here, this hymn says, the Father is the Spirit. So there's a lot of truth in these hymns by Watchman Nee in this section that are very precious and very deep. I hope you will learn them if you don't know them. Okay, then he mentions hymn 1048. Just as I am without one plea. A very familiar hymn, right? You want to play the opening line for us? We'll sing with you. 1048. Just as I am, without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou didst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, come, I come. A marvelous hymn, a very useful hymn, but mainly for the gospel meeting. Not so good for an opening hymn. Frank, can you give me a copy of that new hymn? I somehow, I must have left mine in the copier. Thank you. Okay, so that's a good hymn, but not so appropriate. Uh, hymn 397, More Holiness Give Me, uh, also not appropriate. Uh, okay, this hymn, he said, could be sung at the beginning of a fellowship meeting where there is a feeling, and he uses this word in this chapter, of insipidness. I don't think too many of the English speakers understand the word insipidness. It means bland. There's no real feeling. It means like tasteless soup. The soup is insipid. It's not salty. It's not, you know, spicy. It's kind of just... Okay? And sometimes we come to the meeting, you just feel the spirit is just kind of bland. We don't know what, you know... So, this hymn could be sung at the beginning of such a meeting. 397. Let's sing it and see if we can understand why Brother Lee said that. Here we go. More holiness give me More sweetness within Oh 
he would feel this would be good for a bland open the meeting it just feels bland anyone there's no wrong answer here we need more what you get me to say Frank we always need more we need more holiness. We need more sweetness, more patience, more sorrow. We're just kind of feeling flat. We need more. More gratitude, more victory, more strength. And then there's the chorus, which is very good, to call us, come, Savior, a prayer, right? Savior and help me, comfort, strengthen and keep me. If this is an opening hymn, it's in the section on longings for growth in Christ, then 395 following probably would be very appropriate, Right? O Jesus Christ, grow thou in me. So it, this would bring us out of that kind of bland feeling into a, a heart and a prayer that we want more of the Lord. We need more of the Lord. It would be very good. Um, okay. Then, um, in your sheet there, we have a paragraph on the principle in selecting hymns. You have this, the principle in selecting hymns. Let's read that paragraph together. Hymns are for the expression we cannot select him hence we must learn how to select hymns. This means that when we touch a certain atmosphere 
according to the prevailing feeling in the meeting, we should select a hymn from the hymnal that will express that feeling best. When we choose a hymn in this way, the feeling will be expressed and will flow out through the singing of the congregation. This is the principle of selecting hymns. So there's two things here. One is we need to sense the feeling in the hymns. So as we're learning hymns, as our uh, vocabulary in the hymns is growing, as our repertoire is growing, we need to know the feeling in the hymns and how the feelings draw out the heart, right? Uh, hymns are poetry. There has to be something in there to touch the heart. Now some hymns may be more truth-centered and that are giving us the truth of this topic, justification or sanctification. But still, there should be some lines in there that are touching the heart that we would long for such an experience of Christ. And the next paragraph is on sensing the feeling of those who are singing. So as the saints are singing, we need to sense the feeling of the saints. Uh, particularly in the Lord's table meeting, we hope that the hymn would inspire the prayers. So we sense the feeling of the saints in the prayers. And then that may also lead us to think of another hymn that is on the same line or the same topic or would strengthen the feeling of the prayer. So we need to be sensitive to the feeling of the saints as they're singing and we also need to be sensitive as we're learning the hymns to know the feeling in the hymns. Um, okay. Then, selecting hymns to strengthen the meeting. Let's look at that paragraph. Let's read that together. It is not easy to select hymns. Often, our meetings are not strong because our feeling is not keen. Some brothers... good um, okay now brotherly finally comes to a uh, a section on strengthening the hymns to selecting the introductory hymn no Selecting the hymns to strengthen the meeting. Mm-hmm. Okay, get out this new hymn. Um, In this section on selecting an introductory hymn, again, he uh, mentions hymn 544 is a good hymn, but will not be left with a strong feeling because it doesn't match our... Oh, okay, this is after. Okay, all right. 
it, before that, in the end of the section we were just starting to read, uh, in a general fellowship meeting, it is good to select hymn 352 in the Chinese hymnal. This was... Uh, this is not in English. This hymn is not in English. So we have a translation of this hymn from the collected works. Let me just read this to you. Though we waver as the seasons, this is the first two lines, he will every change endure. I don't know if you understand these wording. Though we waver, we're wavering, we're changing. He will every change endure. It doesn't bother him that we're wavering. He endures every change. He takes it. He goes along with it, right? Then he mentions, our inspiration to select this hymn indicates that we feel the Lord is dear to us. As we sing this hymn, a feeling for the Lord replaces our indifference. So this is that bland kind of indifferent feeling. This is very good. After singing, we should follow with a prayer. We may pray, Lord, Lord, we were so indifferent when we came before you. Yet your love toward us has never changed. Thank you, Lord. Once we sing this hymn and pray in this way, the hearts of the brothers and sisters will be brought to a state where they have a feeling for the Lord. The meeting will have a center, a subject, which is the Lord's dearness to us and his love for us to the uttermost. Then we can lead the meeting into that subject. So, those of us who don't speak Chinese, we're at a loss this morning, this afternoon. If you can sing the Chinese hymn, it's not to the tune we've got here, but if you can go home and sing that hymn, my guess is, I, it's more than a guess, I'm sure that lyric of that hymn is more touching than this translation. <laughs> I'm sure it's more touching. That, I, I saw, the original poem was written by Annie Johnson Flint in the 18th century. It's a very touching poem, but it's not a hymn in itself it's just a poem and it touched Brother Nee so he wrote a Chinese hymn from that text and then we got the translation of the hymn back into English so you know we're like third generation here or something so but anyway I want to sing it because that's what Brother Lee chose as a good example to open a meeting that has no kind of feeling so we're going to sing it to the hymn of 182 okay let's try this Must. We remain unfair. 
not the best translation it's still touching still touching no matter how we waver no matter what we're going through we may rebel against him we may idols may replace him but he still loves us we can still come back to him right I, this this you know the chinese must be better but we remain unfair rebellious grieve his heart his love forget quickly bow unto some idol Strangely, never feel regret. And we, we pass through this. You know? But, He to whom we've been ungrateful is a changeless friend indeed. This will warm up the hearts of the saints at the opening of a fellowship meeting and cause them to realize, wow, I've been wavering, I've been changing, but He's still faithful. He's so dear. His love is so unchanging. It's so marvelous. So, then... Then he goes on to say, now we can select an introductory hymn. So now, in this section on selecting an introductory hymn, let us consider selecting an introductory hymn. Hymns 544, I think we all treasure this. Lord Jesus, I love Thee, I know Thou art mine. He said, it's a good hymn. After singing, we will not be left with a strong feeling because this hymn does not touch the Lord's love but touches our lack of love toward the Lord. But when we think of hymns on, the, on love we often would consider 544. So this is why we have to pay more attention to the content. Okay? Uh, hymn 368 More love to thee, O Lord is somewhat the same. We are lacking. However, hymn 286 of Jesus' love that sought me is very good as a continuation of the opening hymn 352 in the Chinese hymnal. Let's turn to 268. 286, sorry. 286. I'll read to you as you're finding it. Hymns 286 speaks of Jesus' love that is far deeper than the sea. The chorus also speaks of Jesus' love. Thus, it conveniently leads us to our subject. So let's go and let's sing this. Go ahead and play the first line. Now, before we start this, let me... Um, I can't avoid a little bit of a music lesson here. Okay, look at your hymnal with music if you have it. The verse is in 3-4. There is a time signature for every hymn. There's a three over four here. 
This, this is three-four time, which means that there are three beats to every measure and the quarter note is one beat. But look at the chorus. The time signature changes to four-four. Often, the saints have a hard time doing that. <laughs> You're singing in three-four, and all of a sudden you change to four-four. When we get there, you'll understand what I mean. It's a whole other feeling. It's a whole other meter. So you have to, you know... So for songs like these, we have several like this in the hymnal. You have to just learn them. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're a musician, it'll be a little easier because <laughs> you're used to this, but uh, I just want to you know, let you know. This is a meter change for the chorus. So let's try it. Here we go. Of Jesus' love that sought me when I was lost in sin of wondrous grace that brought me back to his fold again of heights and depths of mercy far deeper than the sea and higher the heavens my feet shall ever be sweeter as the year And so that kind of an introductory hymn on whether we're wavering, whether we're wandering, the Lord still cares, He loves, He doesn't bother Him, He's so dear. Then we sing a hymn like this, that His love sought us when I was lost in sin. You know, this was my morning revival this morning, this hymn. And I realized, I've always sung it in the way of, before I was saved, I was lost in sin. But this morning when I sang it, I realized, after I'm saved, I still get lost in sin. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah. It has two fermatas. It has two fermatas and a retard at the end. So it could be slowed down. Yeah. I just didn't choose to get into that detail, but it's here. You know, it should be. Jesus. Uh, richer, fuller, deeper. Jesus' love is sweeter. Sweeter as the days go by. Yeah, and slow it down a little bit after that. Amen. So, uh, but here, it brings us to the subject of how sweet is his love. Now, this is the introductory hymn, right? Now, he mentioned some other hymns here. Uh, 
So he mentions 956, soon our Lord will come, the day is drawing on, is not appropriate to lead the meeting into the subject if we select 352. I was thinking of 284. Let's look at 284. Do we have that in Spanish? Do we have it? Okay, good. We have it in Spanish. Very good. 284. Let's sing this one. Love with everlasting love Led by grace Love to know Spirit breathing from above Thou hast taught me it is so Oh, this perfect peace Oh, this transport, oh, divine In a love which cannot cease, I am His and He is mine. Heaven above is softer blue, earth around is sweeter green. Something lives in a green hue.
So this is a very good hymn. Could be used as an introduction hymn as we sang to 86. Or it could strengthen 286 to take the meeting a little higher. Because it's also talking about belonging to the Lord. He is ours and we are His. So I hope you can get a little impression of what Brother's burden is here. That there are different types of hymns. So as we're learning the hymns, as we're expanding our knowledge of the hymns, we need to consider that and consider whether this hymn is more general, would be good for an opening, or if this hymn is more specific to introduce this topic. Here we're on the topic of the Lord's love to us. Now we could be on the topic of our lack of the Lord's love to Him, in which case 544 would be very appropriate. Let's sing 544. Uh, do we have it in Spanish? No? Okay. Lord Jesus, I love Thee, I know Thou art mine, for Thee Yeah. 
this is an excellent, excellent hymn. Of course, for our purposes here and what Brother is trying to train us with with that chapter, this is not as appropriate as the previous hymn, but this is also a hymn that could be sung if that's the topic or if that seems to be the way the Lord is leading in the meeting. Do you have 543 in Spanish? Okay, let's sing 543. First tune. This is another one on love toward the Lord. We're just adding it because we have some dear Spanish speakers. Hallelujah. It's not. Oh. Okay, let's sing 1159. That's in Spanish. Go ahead. Jesus, Lord, I'm captured by thy beauty. All my heart must open wide. Now set free from all religious duty. Only let me in thy praise above. Fill my heart with radiancy divine, saturate, mingle now, Spirit, Lord, mine, shining one, how clear the sky above me, Son of Man, I see thee on my 
to conclude a meeting on loving the Lord. I think it might be good. So this is kind of a concluding hymn. In this, you know, context, when this kind of subject of loving the Lord in the fellowship meeting, this may be a good hymn to conclude. Oftentimes we have used this hymn <coughs> to conclude <coughs> different types of meetings. And it does fit that that uh, category very well. Okay. Now, come back to your chapter, the section on understanding the purpose of hymns. Okay? Let's read this together. In order to select hymns, we must first know the purpose of hymns. Why do we need to sing hymns in a meeting? The hymns that the brothers and sisters typically select shows that we do not know the purpose of selecting hymns and we do not know that a hymn is a poem. A poem is for the expression of feelings. The Chinese say that a poem is an inspiration. A poem is different than an essay, whereas an essay may be written according to a train of thought a poem requires inspiration. This is a very key sentence and an important point. That hymns are not written just to follow some train of thought to teach us something. Poems are written to inspire you. And they're written from inspiration. And out of that inspiration we should also be inspired. Let's go on. To be inspired is to be aroused with a feeling. We must be touched before we can write a poem. Without any feeling, there will be no poem. A poem, a hymn, is the expression of our feeling. When we come together to choose hymns, we must firmly to this secret. So we should have some feeling about calling a hymn. And then consider which hymn would be appropriate. And it's, you know, if you don't know any hymns, you're okay. You're dead in the water, right? So you have to know some hymns. You have to be acquainted with some hymns and know some hymns. That's why we encourage you to learn new hymns every week, so that you expand your knowledge of the hymnal. But we also have to exercise our spirit and our heart to sense the feeling of the Lord at that time. And what should be this? We're talking about fellowship meeting. What should be a good opening hymn? What should be a introductory hymn to the feeling that you have in the meeting about the subject of this meeting. We should choose hymns with these kinds of this kind of thought. Now if our home meeting is, you know, reviewing the morning revival for that week, that's a good indicator. Maybe we should sing a hymn that is on this topic. That could be. But I think the fellowship meeting we're talking about here in this chapter is more general. This was written in 1952. 
in Taiwan when the church was expanding. Church was expanding quite rapidly through the gospel. So a lot of new ones coming in. And all the meetings, Brother Lee would this burden that they carry out their purpose of touching saints, bringing them to the Lord, causing them to love the Lord, to pursue the Lord, to love His Word, etc. A lot of needs in the fellowship meeting at that time. So I think it's good to learn these lessons. We need to know the hymns. But we also need to touch the feeling of the Spirit within us to know what hymns to call. And so, therefore, you know, you may enjoy a hymn in your morning revival one day this week and can't wait to get to the meeting to share it with others. But you still have to consider. Don't do it so fast. Just check with the Lord. Make sure He's on board with this, you know. Uh, because I don't want us to be disappointed. The, the saints may not respond the way you responded. So, But it's still good to be touched by the hymns and to, to know that hymn and know what is the content and the feeling of that hymn. Now, um, I want to talk a little bit again about the metrical index because we had a very good experience Saturday morning. Turn to hymn 714. One of the brothers enjoyed this hymn in his morning revival, personal time, and then Saturday morning, that was Saturday morning, 714, and... um, so he called it for the morning watch Saturday morning. We enjoyed this hymn. Okay? Uh, let's sing this at least verse 1 and uh, maybe verse 1 and 2 or verse 1. I'll, I'll let you know. We'll sing a couple of verses here. Okay? Maybe play it a little bit. sung this hymn before 714 it's not common among us to sing this hymn how many of you know another hymn to the same tune aha okay let's look at the metrical index this is 8686 which is common meter
8686 on page 1164 uh, sorry 1165 right 1165 1165 common meter okay you have all these hymns and all these different melodies fit this meter the bottom one take a look at the bottom one that's 714 which we just sang right okay one more hymn we use this tune to look at 153 okay oh blessed savior is thy love so great so full so free fain would we have our thoughts our hearts our lives engaged with thee how many of you have sung this hymn a lot of us have sung this hymn Sing it on the Lord's table. Okay, play it for us once. Let's try verse 1. Oh, blessed Savior, is thy love so great, so full, so free? It is the same melody. Did anybody notice anything? Huh? It, in, the, in the first phrase, there's not a half note, there's three quarter notes, so the melody is a little bit different. In 714, it's, Oh, blessed, da, da, da. This is, Oh, blessed, da, 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 da. There it's different. The rest is the same. So, it's interesting. So sometimes the same melody, the same tune, will have a little difference in it. Sometimes it's a, it's a meter difference. There's a dotted eighth and quarter, a quarter note, and an eighth dotted quarter and an eighth note. Sometimes it's two quarters. It's sometimes a little different for the same melody. So this, this is not important, except that the brother who called 714 and wanted to sing it sang this melody. And I'm trying to hold the note, and he's going up the scale. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, this is wrong here. <laughs> And so, eventually I looked and I realized that's right. 153. He remembers the melody from 153 and sings it to that melody, which is fine. Which is fine. But there, are, there may be differences in the melody a little bit. But you should be able to sing all of them uh, that are listed in that metrical index to the same melody. Okay, so let's finish. Uh, so we have two more paragraphs to read. Let's finish. There is always an atmosphere. Go ahead. There is always an atmosphere when the saints gather together. We need to learn to sense the atmosphere, the feeling. When we touch the atmosphere, the feeling, we can select an appropriate hymn from our memory that matches the feeling we sense. At the end of a meeting, if we sense that the feeling of the brothers and sisters is that the Lord Jesus is exalted 
we should sing all in all forever only Christ I'll sing this hymn can express the feeling of the brothers and sisters exaltation of Christ last paragraph since a hymn is for the expression of feelings we must touch the feeling of those who are singing when we select a hymn if we match the feeling of those who are singing they will be released and will express their inner feeling through the hymn hence we must be familiar with the hymns we must ask what is the feeling of this particular hymn is the feeling adequately conveyed we need to be familiar with these points when we touch a certain feeling in a meeting we will be able to select a hymn from our memory then everyone's feeling will be expressed through the singing so i think we should end with 513 which we have in spanish 235 in spanish hymn 513 235 in spanish five verses oh okay five once i hoped in jesus now i know he's gone once my lamps were dying now they brightly shine
Praise the Lord. Amen. So uh, maybe we could, before we close, see if the, anyone has any questions. Anybody has anything they touched this week or something they'd like to share with the saints? Uh, this is a good time. If you have any questions or if you want to share something, maybe we can put up the mics, brothers. Sure. is a training but we also are a family so please correct me if I'm wrong but this is my feeling I signed up for this training because I, I feel ignorant in many regards about the hymns but I, I do appreciate how much I have been helped by singing the hymns I appreciate probably my hymn book as much as I appreciate my my Bible, both in Spanish, <laughs> for some reason the language helps me to touch the Lord. But anyway, uh, my point is that the more I am learning in this training, the more I feel um, that I am not able to call the proper hymns. I don't know how you feel. The more I'm getting into this training, it seems like the more difficult it is. Um, but this shouldn't prevent us from functioning and from calling right. hymns because if after we are trained then nobody calls a hymn this is just going to be worse uh, at least that's the way I'm feeling right now so yes we have to get moved into this and learn more hymns but I think we I'm speaking to myself I need to stress the matter of exercising my spirit many times I love it when I am hesitating calling about this hymn maybe it's not the proper one and someone else calls the same hymn I want to sing praise the Lord so I think I need to stress much more the exercising of the spirit rather than the knowledge of how to call hymns because it's kind of complicated to me uh, please correct me if I'm wrong amen The obvious answer is you can exercise your spirit all day long. If you don't know any hymns, you're not going to be able to call one. So you have to learn them, you know, so that you can exercise. Because he mentions this several times. According to your memory, you have a feeling about a hymn. According to your memory. So that means you've got to know no more hymns. But don't be afraid to call the wrong one. It's okay. I just have a question because this outline talks about uh, uh, we need to have a sense of the feeling. I think that's the part I, I have no clue. <laughs> the sense of the feeling, we have like a thousand people sitting in the lost table. How can we really capture and be very accurate, be very precise about our understanding and interpretation of feeling? I think that's part of still a question for me. But I apologize, I, I missed the previous trainings. But <laughs> 
No need for apology. This is a good question. Maybe Roger will answer this one. I don't know how to sense the feeling um, of the meeting very well. I think other brothers call hymns a lot better than I do. <laughs> and I'm with Brother Osmar. The more I learned about this, the harder it got to call hymns. But I want to say one thing. Ten years ago, I was in a meeting in Manhattan, and I had a strong feeling to call a, Lord that, uh, call a hymn that I don't think was quite the right hymn uh, for the moment, based upon a formula. But I'm pretty sure if we'd called that song, the Lord might have come back. <laughs> So we don't want to regret for 10 years the song we didn't call. But anyways, praise the Lord. How do we sense the saint, the feeling of the saints? I don't know, but um, the saints, I mean, something may happen. Um, there may be, have been uh, something that transpired in the week. And, and we also see the saints and we have some sense there's a heavy spirit or they need to just break through New York, you know, commerce Whatever it is, uh, just to be bold to, to call, the, uh, call on the Lord and to exercise our spirit in the singing. But I, my question to, um, to you, Dennis, is, you know, uh, in, in the Lord's recovery, well, in Christianity, uh, music and singing is uh, it's almost a showcase in a lot of ways. Uh, you may have singers and you know, people giving solos and choirs and skilled musicians and, and we don't really do that in the church uh, for good reason we don't want it to become a distraction or a spectacle or to bring the focus away from the Lord but at the same time uh, in our exercise of the spirit with the, with the hymns and in singing and, and like you know Brother Manuel's playing the piano there what is a, what is a healthy balance and um, view concerning how to exercise with the music I, I think to answer our sister's question is still the exercise of the spirit how do we know the feeling in the meeting it's the Lord's feeling the Lord gives you the feeling he knows what, what's going on and the more open we are to him and you know you'll have some sense and just learn just try to follow that you know we, we learn by by trying by mistakes most of the time we learn by doing and if we call the wrong hymn and it kills the meeting, then we won't do that again. <coughs> it's, uh, you know, I mean, you learn by doing. You have to, you, we learn to serve by serving. There's no manual, there's no, uh, you know, uh, you know, whatever. <coughs> um, I think Roger's point is interesting that, you know, well, <coughs> it's clear in the church life we're talking about congregational singing. We're not talking about performance we don't have a band up here. We don't have a choir in the back somewhere. We all are singing. It's a congregational singing. So, I mean, just the nature of that eliminates a lot of, you know, whatever. So, uh, again, the answer is sing with your spirit. Exercise your spirit. If you want to sing harmony, sing harmony. Who cares? It's great. You know, just... just uh, Try to release the Lord in our singing, and and uh, that's good. That's good enough. We're not uplifting anyone or you know anything like that. So, so we just 
we just exercise our spirit to enjoy the Lord in this hymn. And hopefully we are getting more acquainted with hymns and as we call hymns, the feeling of that hymn, I mean, I think this is clear in that chapter. If the feeling of that hymn is what is needed among the saints in the meeting, the saints will enter into that feeling of the hymn and then the Lord gets expressed through that content of that, you know, poem, of that lyric. What we're, pardon me for using this worldly term, we're selling words here. We're not selling music. We're selling words. We're, we're, Christ is dispensed through the lyrics, through the words of the hymn. That's what we're, you know, that's what we're concentrating on. That's what causes us to pray according to in the table meeting. And, uh, and you know, a lot of brothers have expressed this recently and I happen to agree with that. We need more prayer in the Lord's table meeting here in Jamaica. I don't know if we sang ten hymns today. We might have. We might have sang more than ten hymns. I, I, I don't think there's a reason we need to sing ten hymns. We could sing seven hymns and have more prayers and the table meeting may be higher because of the prayers. The whole purpose is to praise and thank and praise the Lord for who He is and what He's done, right? That comes out in the prayers. The hymn should inspire us to pray, maybe according to this topic or so forth. We were on the Lord's love this morning in the early part of the meeting, and it's good. Then we could, you know, we have, we have a lot to thank the Lord for for His love and praise Him for His love. So we, we could have more prayers in the Lord's table meeting. So, um, but that would that is the issue of the touch being touched in our feeling from the hymn about the Lord's love. I just wanted to address a little bit um, Sister Wendy's question concerning how do we know how to start what hymn to call at the beginning of a meeting. Um, it is very difficult, especially when the saints come to the meeting and just sit down and they're quiet. But we had an experience this morning at the Lord's table and Jen Wen, you can you know, affirm, testify. Um, the saints were looking for hymns, but as the saints gathered and sat down, all of a sudden the praises began to come out of the saints before the hymn was called. And um, that was sort of a cue as to where, we, where the meeting was going already. And so I forget which is the hymn that was called. It was uh, a hymn of praise to, to God. And uh, that took the meeting soaring, and by the third... By the third um, hymn, we were already breaking the bread. And it was only 10.15. And we've never done that before. Uh, and I was thinking, you know, where is the meeting going to go from here? Because now we're up here. But the Lord took us all the way. Um, so actually, if, if the saints, if we saints come to the meeting and we're quiet, um, it, it makes it difficult, you know, to, um, to, uh, to call a hymn. But if the saints are calling softly or they're praising that sort of gives a cue also you know of course it you know depends on what has happened during the week you know uh, personally it's, it's difficult to find out maybe something corporately we've experienced um, but those kinds of cues help us you know if we open our mouths at the beginning of the meeting then it's easier to uh, call a hymn Amen I remember one time Brother Benjamin uh, he fellowship. I don't, I don't remember he said that in English-speaking meeting or Chinese-speaking meeting. He said, if you call out the meeting, no, if you call out the hymn after singing, no one pray after that, or just a few prayer, you should know that hymn is not 
adequate at that moment. Right. He right. said that that calling might kill 50% of meeting. <laughs> but the worst part is that sometimes he said it's sometimes the same person who called the number because not feel that not many prayer and he want to boost up the spirit. He said, let's sin again. <laughs> and he said that killed the meeting completely. <laughs> right. So we all need to learn. Right. We, we, we make mistakes. Right. We make mistakes. We have a spirit. We sense it. Right. You sense that how the sense reacting by prayer or fellowship. And, but still we need to learn. We need to practice. But the best place to practice is in the small group meeting. Right. Small group meeting, every small, small group meeting has a, in that meeting has a certain topic, a burden. Either you are following the church, the morning watch uh, verses, or you are reading the Bible by chapter by chapter, or you have some kind of book, you are reading certain chapters. So that's, we also should encourage the saints, re-prepare the meeting for the meeting before you come. Uh, not only the t- content of the meeting, fellowship, for fellowship, but also the, prepare the hymnal, prepare hymns for the meeting according to what we are going to fellowship that day or in the meeting. So that match yeah, with what we are going to fellowship. Of course, on, on the small group meeting at evening time, I, some, sometimes the saints during the, day, during the day they have some kind of special experiencing of the Lord they have a certain hymn they would like to sing that's fine, that's okay but at least we should encourage the saints to practice to prepare for the meeting and once we, yeah, we prepare that even if we, we go, go over the hymn note if we don't know some, how to sing certain hymn that's okay, we bring to the meeting and now you all have a hymnal.net. Uh, there's a music in there. That's how we learn some hymn that we're not familiar with. So uh, I, I feel the small group meeting is a way for us to learn. If, we, if, you make, we, if I make a mistake, that only affect 10, 20 people. But it does not affect the atmosphere of the meeting. Right? Because they are very free and sweet fellowship in the small group meeting. But that's the opportunity for us to learn how to sing, the how to pick the right scene, the hand for the meeting. Amen. If you ask me how many, you know, there many about ten different kind of category choose regarding the, in the course of a meeting. If you ask me, maybe I can come with about two or three. I'm very impressed about they can with ten different kind of way to from beginning to the end. I I wanted to say something about I really appreciate you know this kind of hymn training. I will tell you it did not only happen on this time here. Since brother kind of encourage us to learn the new hymns. Actually, I think during these two weeks. At my home, so even during the you know dinner time, different kind of time, my wife will play hymns from the you know the music. It's really different. Like even this, when we had a lunch together, then she will tell me, say, Darren, you should see these hymns. These hymns will sing the from the scriptures. Like you you just listen to these hymns, 
you can learn different verses very quickly. And how effective that, you know, become some part of our life now. It's not just, okay, we learn something hourly. It becomes our part of our life. It becomes very enjoyable. Amen. I just really appreciate it, uh, such a training uplift our church life. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's end here. Your assignment is to learn a new hymn this week and come prepared to let us know what is the new hymn that you learned. Amen. And uh, the second half of the chapter that you have... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, hold on just a second. The second... Bring the... You can still share. The second half of the chapter we will cover next week. Okay? So the hymn numbers that are in there, Osmar, let me know. If we need... If we don't have Spanish, we should... Maybe try to find a substitute for some of them. Go ahead, Yanni. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I really enjoyed the training. I feel that we all need to be trained in, in every aspect in the church life, but especially these hymns, because this is very touching. The hymns really touch our heart. And um, is the, is the, the environment of the whole meeting, or the, the meetings. Uh, I had kind of three questions. <laughs> so... Um, what, what, what do you mean by learning? Like memorizing? Or just get to know the hymns? Because in Spanish, learn is like, for me, memorizing. Like that is my first question. And then, um, during, the, during, the, during the Lord's table, are the sisters allowed to ask for hymns? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I haven't seen the sisters asking for hymns. And, um, and my third question is, uh, how many hymns are we, I mean, we need to follow the Spirit, amen, but in the group meetings, how many hymns are like enough? Because sometimes, sometimes in the group meetings we sing a lot of hymns, like four or five hymns, so three questions. Yeah, I think by memory means that you know, not to memorize the hymn itself, but you know that this hymn, once it was the blessing, is 235 in Spanish or 5. You know, uh, most of the time the sisters don't remember the hymn number. The brothers are a little better at remembering hymn numbers. But if you know the first line of the verse or the first line of the chorus, you can find it in your index of your hymnal. So the point is that you have enough hymns, you know them enough and well enough that when you're thinking of a, a hymn about consecration, because you feel that it would be good to sing a hymn about consecration, that you know a few hymns about consecration. You can also look in the index, the first index in your hymnal. We didn't talk much about this this week, but you have all the categories there, right? So if we need, if you want a hymn on the assurance of salvation, you have a large category of hymns on assurance of salvation. You have hymns on longings, many different kinds of longings. So the index there can also help you to find a hymn, maybe to learn hymns. But uh, I think Brother Lee's burden in this chapter is that if we know the hymns more, we won't have to go thumbing through to find the one we're looking for. We'll know which one we're looking for and we can find it easier. The second question was, can sisters call him in the Lord's table? And the answer is, I don't know. Uh, the answer is, our, our 
habit and hope it's not a tradition is that we usually let the brothers go first but sometimes Deborah is needed when the brothers are too weak then Deborah is needed to call a hymn so it's not a it's not a sin for the sisters to call a hymn it's okay it's just that uh, we hope the brothers would be more exercised but when the brothers are passive we need the Deborahs to rise up so we need some sister uh, I would say for the sisters check with someone around you how they feel about calling that hymn don't do it on your own because if it dies you'll feel really bad if you get the okay from someone else and it still dies then it's not only your fault <laughs> You share the shame with someone else. It's okay, you know. Just get some covering, you know. Just get some covering. And the last one, are there too many hymns? I, you know, if, if in our small group we're just singing hymns to sing hymns, I don't know if that makes sense, but we're not singing them and then that's causing us to pray. If we're just singing them and enjoying the song and then there's no praise, there's no prayer, there's no fellowship there's no, then you're just singing five or six hymns to fill the hour that may not be so good right we should in our i mean i'm not saying you have to read through ministry every small group or you have to do this you have to do that it could be that the content of the meeting is just enjoying these hymns and there's a lot of sharing from them and you know and praise and prayer from them and that would be wonderful that would be fine uh you know, but if there's the burden to have, you know, get into some portion or get into some ministry, then I would, you know, I would, I would be. Anyway, I, I would prefer that it, you just don't sing hymns because it's fun or you know because we're having a good time. And it has to be out of the exercise of the spirit. If the spirit is just singing that night, praise the Lord. We just sing through the whole night, and we all feel refreshed and and fed by the hymns but it should the indicator is that that the hymns then should cause us to pray or fellowship and oh I was touched by this verse because of this happened and that and you know there's more testimonies related to the hymns so the content of the hymns becomes the subject of the meeting and the and the and the you know the content of the meeting that would be okay. But sometimes I have a young people small group. We just like to sing hymns and they just call them because they just like to call them. And that kind of a small group sometimes is not so satisfying spiritually. It's fun. It's good. But anyway. Last one. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I just wanted to share. Um, I was just reminded of when I first came to the church. Um, I remember coming to my first Lord's Table meetings week after week, and I would just weep the whole meeting, the whole meeting, because the spirit was so strong. The singing was so wonderful that it, there was such an impact there. Um, I just had to just confess and repent. So I just praise the Lord for this matter of, it's a matter of, um, not only learning, but I mean learning, but exercising. So I realized that over the years, just um, it just comes with exercising our spirit, exercising to sing and enjoy the Lord. And um, with this training, uh, the first message is that God is recovering us, right, to 
to worship him, uh, to live a holy, clean, and rejoicing life. And it was brought out in one of the messages um, that the Lord would desire, you know, we need to recover a singing shout. We need to leave our home singing. We need to open our heart, prepare our heart before we get to the door and just enjoy the Lord on the way to the meeting. So I wanted to share that. And then I also wanted to share this one experience I had some years ago. um, There was a sister that was among us in our homeschooling group with some other sisters. And this sister had a six-year-old boy. And um, she wasn't meeting with us regularly. She was somewhat new. But anyway, her son died suddenly. He just died. It was um, inexplicable. We don't know what the cause was. But she called me up, or she called one of the sisters, and she wanted to come to the Lord's Table meeting the next day. He had died that Saturday night. And I remember picking her up and bringing her here. And we walked into the meeting, And the whole meeting, the whole Lord's table was on the father's love for his son. Now, I just sat there. I couldn't, I just couldn't um, um, fathom how that could have happened. But the spirit knows. The spirit knows how to lead the meeting. And we really need to learn to sense that. And the whole meeting was song after song on the Lord's love. So the Lord really cherished this new one. Uh, in such a way, no one in that room probably knew what had happened to this dear sister. And so, again, you know, peop- anyone that walks into this room, we don't know the condition. The Spirit knows, and we need to be those who are just sensitive. And the more you come and you just have a sense and exercise your spirit in the meetings, you'll have a sense where the flow is going. Amen. Praise the Lord. We'll end here and we'll see you next week. There are more hymnals with music for sale at the back table.